Hello and welcome to another What's Your Baseline Shorts. Uh, today we're going to be talking about capabilities. And I'm J.M. Berlinson. I'm one of your hosts for today, a process and architecture expert, been doing this for a decade and a half. And I'm a big fan of helping to bring business ideas together, which is why capabilities is such an important topic to me. And my friend and co-host Roland, talk to, you about, talk to us about yourself. As always, brief and short, my name is Roland. I had the idea for that whole thing. And <laughs> obviously, we're going to talk about capabilities today in our Absolutely. What's Your Base on Short. So, J.M., what is a capability? Is it me being able to tie my shoelaces? <laughs> That's a great question. So I feel like capability is an abstraction of something that you're doing to achieve a business outcome or service that can be quantified or can be qualified in, in a way that others can access it. So capabilities that you're creating are things your company can do internally or externally um, that allow your company to do business. Now, it's not a process, though. It's, it, is, it is closely aligned to processes in some cases, but they are not exactly processes. So I, I think of them as an abstraction, a, a layer uh, above that that allows us to now interlock it with other parts of the business and of the whole company. Yeah, I would describe what, what, What's your definition? Yeah, I would, I would describe it slightly differently, even though I use the same words that you have. Sure. The capability is something that an organization can do, Period. But the capability is comprised of multiple, multiple things. You know, one is the process. Yeah. The other one is the organization who does sure. it, right? The roles. It's the skills that you need. Yeah. It's the applications. It's sure. the data. It's the location where this happens and so on yeah. and so forth. So the capability is a construct of all those different things that describe what an organization can do. It's Which is not, actually something, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, what, it's yeah, not what to, one to, thing does at a time. Yeah, yeah I understand. That, that, exactly, right? It, it's not included, and we're going to talk, maybe we'll talk about this. It's not included in how well you do it, No, right? That you would can be put KPIs like, against that, right, though? That's true, but that would be, if you really perform it, that would be something like a business service. So I typically, right. when clients ask me and say, hey, What's the difference? I typically say a little bit loosely, I say, well, your business service is your capability with an SLA attached to it, <laughs> right? I'm That's going fair. to do this project for you in this amount of time for this amount of cost and, and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I think it's an interesting thing because a lot of people like to think of processes as capabilities, like your process hierarchy and your capability mm -hmm. hierarchy. Mm -hmm. Well, it's really just the same thing. But mm -hmm. I think you've out outlined it. I think we want to start, first and foremost, break this, this idea right open, is that your process isn't your capability. Your process delivers a capability. But it's part of the puzzle. It's part, it's yeah. It's part, it's part of, of the capability. Puzzle. You know, part it, of the capability. It, it shows it shows the step that you will perform to do this thing that you're capable of doing. But just like you might not... think a process has a spider web of other things, a capability, one of the things is a is a, is a process. The capability so describes the what. Yes. The process and all those other things describe the how. Exactly. Right. If you think about when you're in a system implementation and you would go and say, hey, and, and I did this in a previous life where I was mm -hmm. the, the um, program architect uh, for a large global um, three-year, 20 million build implementation where in a previous firm, we wanted to invent our internal audit offering. Right. And yeah. we were just looking at, okay, hey, this is what we need to be able to do, you know, plan internal audits and uh, schedule resources and do the program management and issue tracking and all those wonderful things in one tool. 
But we looked at it, and here in the U.S., the firm had about three and a half thousand uh, internal auditors, people okay. who did that for a living. Yeah. In the Netherlands, it was like 35, 50, right? So the requirements that the guys in the Netherlands had were much lower fidelity than what we had here in the United States. Mm -hmm. So capabilities can come in different flavors, right? Which is, are called capability configurations. So think about gold, silver, bronze, right? In that case, where the Goldilocks uh, solution that we built here for the United States was obviously much more expensive and way more fanciful versus the bronze version that we did for our Dutch friends, you know, who just didn't have those requirements, right? <laughs> so the capability takeaways, capability yeah. was, yes, they all could deliver internal audit projects, right? They had yeah. the capability to schedule and plan and do and whatnot, right? But the way how you'd done it was through different configurations. And that was the obviously helpful when it came to planning the whole timeline, right? Because there might be dependencies between them. You know, you, you need to build something for the gold version and you just cannot assume that it exists for, in this case, a country where we implemented the bronze version, right? Yeah. Something to think about. I, I love using the word fanciful. In North America, it had to be more fanciful. <laughs> <laughs> but this is something you're touching on, and this is this is what, what I really want to get the meat of this, is that capability is kind of that interlock you're mm -hmm. seeing in a lot of different contexts. Um, and as you're building out capabilities, you know, we're, we're touching on different areas and we're touching on those areas uh, as, this, as this like sort of centralized uh, interlock that will help us understand what the requirements are passed between different spaces. So connecting business to IT is a, is a perfect example. And Roland, I know you've worked a lot of with IT capabilities and how mm -hmm. they relate to business. Let's talk about why that's so important. Oh, you open another can of worms. You like those. <laughs> that's your base on shorts to open oh, those yeah. type of things here. All right. So we, we have we have we have a little time. But we do have time. <laughs> all right. So I, I think we need to introduce another concept here. One Please, is yes. obviously business capabilities. You know, yes. I as a business, as an organization, want to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Sure. Right. But then it breaks you, you break them down over multiple levels. I typically say stick to three, four, because obviously the deeper you get, the wider the pyramid will be, the more complex mm -hmm. it becomes, yada, yada, yada. At some point in time, you will hit applications. And applications yeah. do have, quote unquote, capabilities too, right? And this is where the distinction now comes in. Business capability versus technical capability. Yeah. My favorite application can take coffee orders, brew coffee, and serve coffee. Mm -hmm. That's completely independent of the whole context of, oh, I want to be able to run a coffee shop, yeah. right? There is the need for a machine or an application that can do those three things that I said. So separate, and that's the takeaway, separate between business capabilities, what the organization does, versus the technical capabilities that maybe an app or a machine has. Yeah, and, and talk, talk about that specifically. Um, I feel like I see a lot of clients tell me that how they do business or how, they, how, how their business runs on applications mm -hmm. is driven by the application. And yeah. that is such, that is a locked in mindset. You're stuck. You can't ever switch off that application because if that's how you do things, that's how you do things, but it's not. You are leveraging mm. an application capability and that application capability could be performed by any application or any part of a number of applications. So when you're looking at evolving your IT landscape, if you start with the point of how we do things as applications, then you're only ever going to be able to, to make a solution choice 
of the applications, where if you that talk is, about it from capabilities, you can do anything. That is semi-correct, I would sure. say. And, yeah. and basically, you just pointed out how old I am, because this is not dyed, you know, that's real gray. No, I, I, I got gray all, too, baby, don't worry. <laughs> but, in, but in all seriousness, what I've seen in the past is that go, there are trends going uh, through our industry. You know, yeah. when you think about the ERP stuff, you know, where everybody says, no, don't do your own thing, standardize on what your application does, you know, the SAPs mm -hmm. and the oracles of the world. And, and you said, yeah, that saves us so much money because we don't have to think about upgrades, you know, because we're following the standard process. And sure. then the next wave was, oh yeah, automation, you know, oh no, you have your custom thing, Mr. Client, you know, and we're happy to build this. So where where vendors sold organizations the, the box of Legos to build their own stuff. Or you had at a different time, you had that best of breed approach, you know, oh yeah, these are ranked by the analysts as number one in this area. And those are the ones that are number one in that area. You should bring them together. So I think it's more a question of the maturity in the organization to define what do we actually want? And yeah. for this, capabilities are a good thing. You know, you take the step away. You say, yep, I want to open a coffee shop, right? Um, yeah. And for this, I need those three capabilities, right? Order, brew, serve. Um, but I'm not tied to a certain application. I'm not tied right. to a certain business model, if you will, right? I can take a step back and rationalize for myself what I want to do. And this is where, where capabilities are a good construct. Yeah, you use the word rationalize, and I think that when we look at application and I in, in a capability and IT perspective, that's where I see a lot of people um, successfully using that as a as a marker for rationalization. Mm -hmm. If I have you know 20, 30 applications with the same capability as part of their listed functionality sets, mm -hmm. then I can start looking at maybe this could have been done by one application. And sure, I'm going to have yeah. to make some contractual concessions and I'm going to have to, you know, canceling things or not renewing or harmonizing. Maybe I have to adapt functionality and customize to actually yeah. meet my That's some migration needs. costs that you but, have. But, yeah. but you are focusing on capability as that common identifier to show duplication. But you have the same with your processes. Stick with another exactly. example. Right? Exactly. Why do I have why do I have location one doing the same thing differently than location two? Yeah. That's a, a valid question. I think this is one of the takeaways of this episode of what's your base on choice sure. is where do capabilities fit into the bigger picture? Yeah. So obviously yeah. they do all the things that we just discussed, right? But in my mind, capabilities should be the main driver for developing your architectures. Sure. So when you think about it, the way how I how I visual, typically visualize it is, well, you have your strategy somehow modeled out, your vision, your mission, your objectives, your strategies, all that type of stuff, and the yeah. KPIs that you measure your success with, right? But then the question comes up with, well, how do we bring this into fruition? Well, the answer is by defining capabilities. I want to be able to run a coffee shop, right? It doesn't say how I'm doing this, right? Yeah. So that's the middle column here. And then obviously the uh, ultimate question comes, well, how do we bring this to life? Which is the third column on that slide that I typically use is, well, you're going to do this by implementing projects. So your capabilities drive the shape of your projects and your investments. And one key question that I always like to ask when somebody comes to me and says, oh, I have that wonderful idea. I want to have this. And it just costs so and so much is uh, threefold. What capability do you create? Mm -hmm. What capability do you change? 
Yep. What capability do you retire? And if the answer is uh, none, well, then my answer is you don't get any money. Go home, right? <laughs> Figure out where it fits. So, and then you, you go, the capabilities drive your project setup, your programs, your projects and whatnot, down to the work package, if you will, where you then actually create something, right? And that yeah. something can be measured. And this is where it closes the loop because those are the KPIs that you will measure that then show, did I accomplish my strategic objectives that I've set out in my strategy? So strategy, capability, projects, and programs. Yeah, so, so bringing this all back together um, for this episode of What's Your Baseline Shorts, I think we're really, hopefully, giving you a sense of what the importance of capability is. I, some people sometimes say, oh, I don't want to get to that level of capability. It seems like it's too much of a level of abstraction, extra work. Mm -mm. This is the interlock that will keep your work reasonable. This will give you a, a, a vision of the scope as realized by its different components. And it's important to do. So number one is capabilities are important mm -hmm. and that they can, they are what your company does and they contain a lot of the components of process and architecture and organization and data, all those sorts of things that is capability. It's not just your process. It's not just your application services. And, and I think if you to close that out is yeah. obviously if you want to have more about this topic, I highly recommend it. It's about 50 minutes or so. Listen to our episode two, where we were talking about YEA and BPM. And yeah. full spoiler alert, right? From our perspective, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just a different view on things because an organization has one architecture. It's not yeah. different architectures. So capabilities help you uh, setting the structure and and staying sane in that in that setup so listen to episode two yea and bpm and with that sure. i yeah. think we'll let you go right yes. um, and my name is ronald volt i'm jm rollinson and we will and see, you see you in, in the, the next, next one, one. <laughs> <laughs>